Greetings, everybody. Um, Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a long time since we were on here, and um, I just wanted to start by saying thank you for hanging in there and to all of those people who actually listened to to the previous episodes. Um, It was way back in 2017, I think, before the pandemic, when I was previously recording. So I'm going to start today's episode with uh, a discussion on the goddess Hecate. And this is uh, a deity from the Greek pantheon and possibly earlier. And there's a great deal um, written about her, uh, notable pieces by Sarita de Este, uh, who is becoming a fairly well-known author in the pagan community and an expert on Hecate. And also there are a number of um, YouTube channels and, you know, YouTube recordings on her. But I thought I would just discuss it because um, I want to do a different take. And the take I want to do is more based on um, uh, Hecate as the goddess of all magic. You know, most of these other... uh, Approaches to Hecate online seem to be around her being a goddess of witchcraft or being sort of a dark being of some kind. And actually, as Sarita emphasizes in um, early writings, particularly that of Hesiod, Hecate is actually um, a goddess of light and healing as well. And yes, she's a psychopomp, and yes, she transcends the world and takes you into the unknown but it is more the unknown it's not like evil or something it's it's like the the darkness of the unknown the darkness between the worlds and as is written and recorded in history um she was always seen as the the goddess that was liminal you know she was between between the worlds in the liminal space so This also translated to doorways and gateways where the ancients would place statues of her and also crossroads. You know, crossroads have always been a thing in magic in many different traditions and um, a bit like Legba and others who guard the crossways, so does Hecate and she's more of the Western side. So, um, yeah, this is the take I want to do on Hecate and I think uh, anyone can call on her for magical help but she only chooses certain people to be her children and this is well known in quite a few magical traditions and communities and you know I I first came across Hecate when she arrived in my life and this is kind of um, very surprising you know I hadn't expected this because I'd never really worked with her in the past and you know I'd always worked with Isis and I was more of a Golden Dawn practitioner um when I was looking at into high magic and ceremonial magic, um, whereas Hecate has always been associated with kind of more chthonic and kind of witchy type magic, earth magic, and so on. Actually, I think she is definitely more than that. In fact, I know she is, and um, I'm pretty certain that she is basically the goddess of all magic, all types at all levels. Um, she's such an ancient being. I mean. The Greeks say she's a titan, you know, she, and that's, the, the titans were present when the earth was created. You know, they're like ancient, ancient entities. 
And it doesn't surprise me that, you know, she's probably the goddess of the vagal nerve and the kind of real instinctive side of human beings and animals and so on. You know, she's often featured with um, animals around her, like dogs and horses. And, you know, horses are associated with thunder and the earth, um, I guess, because of the way their hooves move and make sounds on the earth when they, there are groups of them, you know, cantering around. Dogs, black dogs, have always been associated with darkness and kind of found in graveyards in the old days. And so in ancient Greek times, they were often sadly sacrificed to Hecate, you know, because people wanted to give their dog to the goddess they loved and so that they could be with her in, in the spirit realms. So Hecate was really, you know, a mixture of, of different things. Um, according to historians like Sarita D'Este, you see, she's been a big influence on me, as you can tell. <laughs> um, I hope to maybe interview her at some point. But, um, you know, she, she's been to visit a lot of the Hecate sites, and in particular one at Lagina, which is now in Turkey, and the part of Turkey that used to be Greece. And it's an amazing temple complex. You know, there's lots of, lots of space there. You know, it's a big area. You can see where it was. I mean, it's ruins now, of course, but you can see um, pillars and classic, you know, ancient Greek style approaches to temple building. And, uh, you know, she was worshipped there. So, yeah, goddess of all magic in my view. And the way she arrived in my life was really, I was sitting in my living room and I just suddenly had this vision. I had this vision of Hecate walking into my life, essentially, and she just appeared and just said, hey, <laughs> it was kind of like that almost, like, okay, you're my son now, you're going to work with me, I'm going to work with you, let's, let's build our connection. And um, I could almost physically see her, more, kind of astrally, but more just this sort of presence, real strong presence. And um, I just knew it was her. I didn't, it, I don't know, didn't seem to be anyone else. So, and from that moment on, I had to find out about her. So I read all these books and I was starting to research her background and I painted this amazing, you know, large uh, acrylic painting of her, which at some point I'll, I'll be um, promoting online and so on. <clears throat> but um, yeah, it was just, incredible and then of course that was the time of the dark moon so I was able to go out to a local park to a crossroads um, where some paths were crossing and I performed my first ritual to Hecate it was more like my my kind of initiation with her and so I went there with with a candle and I lit it and I made her a little offering and almost immediately I heard this dog make a noise like barking and stuff and uh, this is a sign, you know, it's a classic sign that she's around and present. So I was really pleased with that. And um, then I, uh, I said to her, please guide me and show me what, you know, what I need to do to be working with you. Because I, I would like to know how you might enhance my magical practice. <clears throat> and so from that moment on, I've been <laughs> doing all sorts of things. Her keys have been turning up in my life. It's like... I had to change the locks suddenly in the house and I had to give the keys that I had, the old ones, to her. 
it was it was really interesting because again this is another another major symbol for Hecate is the key you know keys crossroads dogs um, snakes is another one I haven't seen one of those yet but maybe I will soon and um, all this stuff was happening so it's it's been an amazing journey and I've been asking her for help to heal people so you know I try and do a, a kind of connective rite with her in, in the the evening um, once once every week roughly or connect with her somehow and um you know, recently at the full moon, I did a, a ritual, although she's more of the dark moon and the new moon, in fact. Um, but still, you know, present at the full moon. So I did that and I did drank a libation to her, a nice glass of wine, gave her some roses and um, lit some candles and so on, and, and gave her an offering of myrrh incense. You know, myrrh being the incense that was burned um, during death, you know, the death process. So, very interesting experience, and I am very honoured, in a way, to to have been chosen by her to work with her. And I've, you know, I've even talked to a few friends who are into mysticism, mysteries, and magic, and um, you know, they they have tried to work with her, but she has not appeared. You know, <laughs> she definitely chooses the people she wants to work with. You can't force it. You know. You can't even pretend that she's there because you just won't feel anything. So this this was really strange to me because many other, you know, entities and deities it's possible to connect with. As I say, I work with Isis and she's very open. She'll accept everyone. Hecate won't, you know. Oh, and we have to note she has many names and epithets. But, you know, the way to pronounce her name is Ekate. Ekate. So drop the H and just say Ekate. Very interesting. She's also got connections with Isis, which is cool. So, you know, the Greeks, when they went over to Egypt, and I presume with Alexandria, connected them to, uh, them together. And she was Isis Hecate, which also interests me. So, you know, I'm still doing my research and I'll try to you know, update and continue discussions on this podcast about her um, as I discover more. And as I have more experiences, I'll be talking about them and telling you, because I want to tell you about her. She's an amazing being, an amazing deity. And, you know, if if anyone does feel that connection, they can reach out to her. And if if it's right, you know, she'll come into your life and she'll transform it. I can feel it changing now in mine. So um, thank you for listening. This is Frater Mercurio um, talking about the goddess Hecate. And please do like and uh, subscribe to this podcast. And I'll be doing some more. Thank you for listening.